This is what I've been saying, the three L's, listen, learn, and lead. The advisors that do that are the advisors that are going to win. The value of bespoke advice has never been higher. You're listening to Coindesk's On Purpose with Tyrone Ross. An infrastructure, money movement, security. The wealth management space is not set up to deal with the client of the future. And man, is that an incredible opportunity. A licensed investment advisor and powerful storyteller, Tyrone has a passion for digital assets and their ability to disrupt our current way of life. How do I protect myself? How do I protect my firm? How do I protect my clients? This show is for advisors by advisors. Advise on purpose in the arising realm of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. And now, Tyrone Ross. Welcome back to another episode of the On Purpose podcast. I am your host, Tyrone Ross, doing this for the second time because the first time I deleted it. Yeah, so I'm doing it again. But what's up, everybody? What's going on? Exciting day. Beautiful, breezy, sunny, 80-degree day here in Southern California. Elon Musk buys Twitter. How about them apples? You may say, Tyrone has nothing to do with crypto. Well, you'd be wrong because on the news, Dogecoin, (laughs) um, Elon's certified meme coin is up 9% on the news. So... Take that, all of you Dogecoin haters. Here we are. I've been wanting to do an episode on this, and I am going to keep it very high level, and I'm going to bring someone in that is very deep in the space and the expert, and we'll go in, you know, we'll go down a rabbit hole. But for those, you know, listening that are doing this on their own or advisors, I want to have this high level conversation. And the topic, of course, is none other than. NFTs, non-fungible tokens. A couple things here to set the stage. I've been reading and learning about this and really stayed away from it because I don't really have a desire to jump in. I don't own any NFTs. I have a lot of friends and folks that are doing them and really, you know, just gone with it and learning from them. So a couple things here. To me, if I'm being honest, it just reminds me a lot of the ICO boom. Now, I said of the ICO boom that there was some good that was going to come out of it, right? A new way to raise capital, a new way to rally a community was going to change fundraising forever. Same thing with NFTs. Undoubtedly, this is great for creators, great for entertainers, great for athletes, gamers, and anyone wanting to rally a community around a particular item or system or whatever it may be, concerts, games, right? For example, the NFL today announces that they're doing NFTs for the NFL draft. What is bigger in the United States of America than football? Nothing. So the NFL, following what the NBA has done with Top Shots, And there's so many large brands that have gotten into this. I think that is a good thing. I think it it gives crypto legitimacy and it shows that the use cases and the technology that comes along with NFTs, again, has some wonderful use cases. The ability for creators to get paid in perpetuity is awesome. The ability to 
for a singer or an artist to give royalties to early, early fans who was there day one when they were getting two streams. That's dope. I like that. For those with a large following to give folks VIP treatment, if you will. You know, Snoop Dogg is bringing Death Row back as an NFT. Like, that's kind of dope, right? There's some really cool things here happening. So let's zoom out for a little bit. The NFT market cap, right, or size right now is right around $20 billion. That's meaningful, right? Like, that's meaningful money. Around 1% of the crypto total market cap. So still very early. And I think there are some things that advisors, and just again, anyone listening to this to pay attention to. So you've probably heard of Bored Apes, which is the premier collection. There's a new collection that is all the rage, Moon Pay. Stay there for those two things, because that is what kind of prompted me to record this episode. You've also seen the platforms that have made this available, marketplaces, if you will, like OpenSea Explode. And oh, by the way, Coinbase just launched their NFT marketplace. So obviously, everyone sees the value here, right? Coinbase is in, OpenSea, there's a lot of different things. So the reason why I wanted to do this is because, again, on a day with so much news, two things happened that I think everyone should be aware of. One, the Board Ape Yacht Club. There was, I think their Discord and the Instagram was hacked. And they've sent minted emails to folks and folks thought it was real because it came from the Instagram handle. And $13 million of NFTs are gone. A couple hours ago, there was a shout to my Coindesk family. It was an article that the COO of MoonPay has left the project along with $1 million of NFTs. Walk out the door with them. So if you aren't aware of any of this or this news, you are affected. If you just jumped in behind everyone else and again, very similar to a pump and dump, very similar to a Ponzi. But a couple of things here that are very important to pay attention to is if you are an advisor or if you are just someone listening to this that is into NFTs and you're just trying to figure out what's going on here. The markets are very illiquid. Tyrone, what do you mean by that? That they aren't the most liquid, meaning my ability to just find another buyer. There aren't a bunch of buyers out there for these NFTs. Everyone wants to buy, no one wants to sell, and vice versa, right? If everyone wants to sell and there's no buyers on the other end, right, that calls for a very illiquid market, meaning that there's no one on the other side of what I want to do. If I want to buy, there's no sellers. If I want to sell, there's no buyers. But in this case, there's really no buyers. It's a very illiquid market, relatively illiquid, right? Now, with new projects coming, you start to see the liquidity come to the market with, you know, MoonPay coming in and everything else. So that's the first thing. The second thing is the community. If you aren't a part of the crypto community, if you aren't a part of it, the right Discord or Telegram or Silicon Valley uh, VCs, or, right? It's a very elitist group of folks who have the inside information to know what the next project is. If you don't have these ends, you don't know how to value the communities, then you're just following the herd. You're following news. You're following what you may have seen and you go, oh, this looks cool. I'm going to try and buy one. And this is just crypto overall, by the way. If you know the developers and the engineers and you know the right project and, you, and you're in the right telegrams or discords or clubhouse or the right, you're following the right people on Twitter, 
you get in early. You get in early and you benefit from that. That's just the truth. It's a very community-driven space The crypto is. It just is. And with NFTs, it's all about community. All about community. You need to know that. The other is price execution, price discovery, trading, and getting the best price. Like, what is this worth? And you saw, uh, I know Bitwise has, a, has an NFT fund and the folks at Index Coop, they just have their JPEG token, which includes a bunch of NFTs. But how do I know the value of any NFT inside of that in real time at any moment? That's something that advisors would want to know for clients. That's something the that clients would want to know. So we can get a real value on these things. So what is the floor? Right? 3 ETH, 10 ETH. What is the ceiling? 70 ETH, 90 ETH? Who knows? So being able to get price discovery and also when I execute on OpenSea or Coinbase, am I getting the best price? How do I know this? These are all things that I don't think people are thinking about as they're jumping into the space here. And the last thing for me when it comes to this that I think advisors and their clients should be paying attention to is when you look at crypto overall, and I say this in light of an interview that came out today with the folks at Odd Lots, Tracy Alloway, Joe Weisenthal, they did a interview with the CEO of FTX. Sam, good old Sam, Bankman Free. And he was talking about yield farming. I only bring up yield farming because he basically described it as a Ponzi and it's going nuts on Twitter. But what is happening now is with all of this money that is flowing into crypto, so much money flowing into crypto, venture funds, money being raised, board apes, moon, pay, all these different projects and all of these different funds and Bitcoin and Ethereum and DeFi and everything. We have to get to the point of practical use cases. And again, for those of us that come to the space to make this available for all, I got to be honest, I feel like we're losing that. And now I'll, I'll do a separate episode on this and I want to keep this about NFTs. But I think what we're seeing now is it's a massive bubble to me in the space. And the NFT space is very hot right now. It's attracting a lot of attention. But when you see on the same day, two of the largest projects have news like that, that is very alarming, especially in light of where we have our administration wanting to come down with regulation. And they're looking at these hacks and they're looking at this money being raised and they're going to look at people getting hurt. And you got Uniswap in the news now and, and the litigation going on there. There's a lot happening in the space. And I think this is going to cause the regulators to overreach here because they are very concerned about air quote investor protections, if you will, but they keep approving Bitcoin future ETFs, but I digress. But I think as more and more people come to NFTs, now what's interesting about this is the NFTs are a way to on-ramp so many new people into the space, right? That's awesome. Because you get more people exposed, you get them to open a wallet, you get them to transfer money and do it like they learn the easy way to get access here. And that's their initial exposure. And then you look and you have, again, you have athletes and entertainers and all these people involved. So you get away from the core 
valuation metrics, if you will, and the core understanding of the technology and the core use cases and the utility, when these projects raise so much capital and it's very exclusive, right? Kevin Rose being involved and Jimmy Fallon and right, you want to dribble that down all the way to, okay, well, how do we get this to the average individual, average person for them to have utility here? right? The small business owner to be able to use an NFT to reward folks that have been coming to the store for years. The ability for the, again, as I mentioned, the up and coming artists, the ability for, you know, the athletes, collegiate athletes or anyone, right? Their name and likeness to benefit from that in college. Powerful stuff. But more importantly, for the reason I feel like and maybe I'm being naive here, but most of us came to crypto, is to democratize investing in finance and ownership. Are NFTs allowing that? I say yes in some capacity, but the wealth creation seems to only be going one way. As long as this news keeps happening, where there's hacks of folks leaving, and again, I just don't think the news is available to everyone in real time. So as I come to the end here, and wanted to keep this very high level. A couple things that I want to point out. There's something called Fungiproof. Fungiproof.com. These folks just raised a bit of capital. It is allowing you to grade these things and search for the best NFTs, right? As I mentioned, these are tools now that I think folks should have. I think that's very important. These things have to be built out. Also, Delphi Digital. Everyone write this down. Delphi Digital. They have dedicated analysts that goes through this. There's one Tang, T-E-N-G, 0X Prismatic on Twitter. Highly suggest giving them a follow and following Delphi Digital's handle. Phenomenal what they are doing. And also another NFTGo.io analytics platform, which I think gives you some really great information and analytics, which this is really what it's all about is knowing the resources. I can go check these things. I can go to the website and check it out. So in real time, I click on it right now as I'm talking to you all, and I go in and I can see, right, collections, holders, whales, marketplaces, right? They, they got it all here. Board eight, mutant eight, moonbirds, right? They give me volume. I get a floor price, market cap. So this is what the average person just doesn't know. They got a market sentiment here, 39, meaning it's cool. Like this is something that, again, everyone should be aware of in light of all of this news. So you are up to date on what's going on here because the security of these things, the pricing of these things, the ability to value them once I buy them, I need to know where I can get the information. So it's available to everyone and it's democratized. But if those of us that don't have it share it, then it's useless. So I wanted to come on really quickly again to talk about the news again, NFL getting in. Fantastic. The NBA is in. Everyone, everyone's in. Adidas, Louis Vuitton, everyone's doing NFT. And in the news today with Bored Apes and MoonPay, but also, okay, well, MoonBirds, rather. I keep saying MoonPay. MoonBirds. But also, here's an opportunity to educate folks and give them some resources on how they can get up to speed on the news, obviously, Coindesk.com, and be a part of the movement. I do think there's a large opportunity here for NFTs to grow and provide a lot of value to the world. Um, but right now, it just seems more hype driven than anything else. So with that, I will end by saying this. 
There will be some NFT talk at Consensus, June 9th through 12th. Come on out. You'll be able to get there, talk to people who are in the space, talk to people that are on the front lines. It's a great way to learn, and I'm sure a lot of this will be broadcast as well. Also, some great pieces being written, the Crypto for Advisors newsletter. Make sure you sign up for that. Also, again, brand new, send me an email, podcast at coindesk.com. Send me an email, send questions in around NFTs, whatever you have. I'll get some experts on and we will talk about it. And of course, nokidhungry.org helped me help Coindesk feed a hungry child. I would really appreciate that. That is core to what I believe in. And again, that is something that I think no kid hungry should do. They should do an NFT. Shout to Ben Carlson and Michael Batnick, who uh, launched an NFT and they raised, I believe, over $30,000 or so. Probably more than that. They got close to, I want to say, they got close to $100,000, I believe. And they're donating the proceeds to No Kid Hungry. Now, that is a great NFT use case. But anyway, wanted to come on really quickly just so folks know fungiproof.com, nftgo.io, follow Delphi Digital and follow Tang Zero X Prismatic on Twitter and also continue to log in, subscribe, like, share to the On Purpose podcast. I will see you all on the next one. I appreciate you. You're listening to On Purpose with Tyrone Ross. Today's show is produced, edited, and announced by Michelle Mousseau with additional production support from Eleanor Paul. Our theme song is Walk With Swag. If you have any questions or comments, we would love to hear from you please reach out to us at podcasts at coindesk.com, subject line, on purpose, or leave us a review on your favorite podcast player. Thanks for listening.